0: We welcome each of you to the Lawrence Avenue Church of Christ Worship Resource Podcast for Sunday, December the 26th. We continue and hope and pray that you and your families are in good spirits, good health, and prepared to worship today. Here are today's updated announcements. We continue to rejoice in the baptism of Bryson Thompson, the great-grandson of Sister Arlene Wyatt, who was baptized on last Lord's Day. Let's pray for Brother Bryson as he begins his new life and journey in Christ. Sister Angela Carruthers is asking for prayers for her family. As you know, Alex's procedure was not as successful as they had hoped, but they are okay for right now. She also says that her mom got through her procedure and is doing good. She thanks all of you for your prayers. Let's continue to pray for all of those affected by the recent storms and tornadoes, as well as all of our bereaved families that are still going through bereavement. And also, let's continue to remember all of those who travel on the highways and byways. Let's pray for them that God will grant them traveling grace. Also, continue to remember in your prayers, Alex Carruthers, Byron Benitez, Ricaya Compton, Edgar and Robert Roberts, Jarese Bond, and her son. Let's keep them in our prayers as well as anybody uh, within the congregation and without uh, who may be in need of prayer that are sick and shut in. Church, let's continue to stay connected by making phone calls, sending cards, and text messages whenever we can. As a reminder, for the continued safety of all members attending worship at the building, Continue to follow our basic COVID-19 requirements, which include wearing face masks the entire time you're in the building, continuing to practice social distancing, washing hands, and being prepared to take a temperature check upon entering the building. Your continued cooperation is greatly appreciated. Brother Cairns will continue his study of Isaiah Part 1 today. The lesson text this week will come from Isaiah chapter 2, verses 1 through 22, and the title is The House of the Lord. We hope that you will continue to tune in and study along with Brother any anytime on the Lord's Day, and you can contact Brother Cans with any questions or comments via his email address at bill.cans at gmail.com. Please join me once again this Wednesday evening as we continue our new study series titled Growing Old Gracefully in God's Grace. We should conclude part two of the series, which is titled A Time to Refocus on Our Soul. Our next lesson, which is coming up, will be titled Aging and Spiritual Maturity. I look forward to being with you again this Wednesday evening at 7.15 p.m. This concludes our updated announcements for today. We will now join today's worship service.
1: A hearty good morning to each and every one of you. We welcome everyone here to our morning worship service here at the Church of Christ. It meets here at 904 Lawrence Avenue. It is good to see everyone this morning on this uh, cool winter brisk morning, Uh, but it's nice and comfy here. So it's just good to be here on this beautiful Lord's Day, a day that God has blessed us with health and strength to arise out of our beds this morning to see another day. We welcome those that are visiting here with us. We always want to make you feel comfortable being here with us uh, here at Lawrence Avenue, and we hope that you find us a warm and friendly congregation the way the Lord would have us to be so. Good to see those we had not seen in a while. Uh, Brother Casey, again, is back with us, meaning he's feeling well. Good to see you again, Brother Casey. And his mother uh, is back there right by his side. Always good to have her with us. Uh, and Veronica Warren and Melvin Grisby are here this morning. Uh, good to see the both of you and, and little one there, uh, grandchild, I'm assuming. Uh, good to have all of you all with us this morning. You have been missed. Uh, and Brother Grisby, you were in our prayers on the loss of your brother. Uh, so you all have been missed, and good to see you this morning. Uh, again, Lawrence Avenue is good for us to be here in the land of the living on this beautiful Lord's Day. Our announcements: Sister Pinkerton is out of town. Let's keep her in prayer for traveling. Grace uh, and Sister Jerise Bonds uh, has now; she's moved. She's now in her new location. And that is 101 Gatewood Avenue, Nashville, Tennessee, 37207. So, Sister Dries, we're glad you got situated and now moved. We learned that Sister Baskerville had death in her family. We're told that she lost her aunt. So, let's keep Sister Baskerville and family in our prayers. There's a lot of, of hardship and disasters and things that are that are going on throughout our nation and our communities. Uh, we are thankful and blessed to be in an area of Middle Tennessee where the churches are strong and, and, and able to, to aid others around us. We are sending uh, financial aid here at Lawrence Avenue to the Disaster Relief, uh, which is uh, uh, operated through a board of the church, members of the Churches of Christ, and they send relief to every commu- uh, all communities in the states the United States, that is, or they operate uh, in the United States to send relief to areas that have been damaged with hurricane floods or different type of disasters, and they actually operate through the churches. Uh, they go and send relief through the churches, and they allow the churches, of Christ in those communities to distribute the money to those uh, the area that they need, which is a beautiful work. It is recognized nationally. You'll see it on the news. they respond a beautiful work we're sending $1,000 relief to them and also to North Haiti with brother Garkin they've been hit tremendously with uh, hurricanes and a lot of us are very familiar with brother Garkin so we're sending a thousand dollars also relief to them so through your through our blessings and our contributions and our ongoing financial support church we're able to do this so because of all of us giving we're able to reach out and help other people. And that is why we give, to be able to reach out and share our blessings with those around us. So uh, thankful that we're able to do this. Brother Curtis McClain, his uh, foot surgery went well, uh, and he is uh, asking that we all continually to keep him in prayer. It's always good to see Sister Rhonda Bell in the back, she's right beside Judith, Judy side, always good to have you here with us, uh, Sister Rhonda. You're very dedicated to Sister Sister legs and we appreciate that very much. I know she does, but good to see you also. We want and I ask that you continue to keep uh, Alex Carruthers in prayer. I think his procedure went well, and they are asking us to continue to keep him and family in prayer. Hope that all are still continuing to listen to our weekly Bible classes. Uh, on Lord's Day, Brother Kents, you can listen to that through the podcast. And on Wednesdays uh, at 7.15 p.m., uh, Brother William Carellas conducts the midweek Bible class through the conference call. So you can continue to listen, and we encourage you all to continue to listen to these classes uh, again this keeps us uh, in a capacity of being able still to study uh, even though we're in our homes we're all tuned in at the same time so let's continue to uh, support our weekly Bible classes we do thank Brother Kent and Brother William Carruthers for their ongoing teaching and their dedication towards that work Amen. through the response again we're asking all uh, who uh, we're trying to get our numbers again through how many people have been have been vaccinated, so that we'll know how much more we can do together in groups. Uh, and it's looking like uh, at this point, uh, close to at least 90 percent that have that have signed the form have been vaccinated, and that's good, church. You know, that, that's uh, our, us allowing us—I can't talk this morning. That's allowing us to, to be together to do more uh, with more people being vaccinated. So, uh, again, it's not a punishment if you have not been uh, vaccinated. Uh, we're just simply looking at our numbers. Uh, if you're looking at the news, you'll see that the new virus is spreading. Uh, it has, has hit Tennessee. Uh, so, church, let's continue to keep ourselves protected— Washing our hands, keeping our masks on, getting vaccinated, uh, monitoring the groups and things that you take part in, because this still is an airborne disease, a virus, I should say. So let's keep ourselves protected by all means. Don't slack up on hand sanitizer yet, okay? Keep these things going. And again, the more we are using these precautions, the better off we will be and people around us. I think that concludes our announcements. Our order of service this morning our singing, Brother Micah Jackson. Our scripture reading in prayer, Brother Taylor Moore. Our sermon, Brother Arnold Spivey. Our prayer for offering and Lord's Supper, Brother Trenton Moore. And our closing prayer, Brother Calvin Spence. So, again, we welcome all that are here. Hope that those that are listening on our podcast, that you continue to uh, listen, uh, those that are confined in, that you will continue to listen to our podcast from week to week. Thank you for your attention. Now let us begin our worship service. Reminder again, check your cell phones. Make sure that your cell phones are off or on mute. Uh, Masks are required the entire time that you are here in the building. And make sure that you are sitting in a seat that is marked with green tape For our social distancing. Thank you again.
2: Good morning. Our opening song this morning will be taken from page 231. That is page 231 Hilltops of Glory. We'll be singing all three verses. All found, let us all sing. Onward rejoicing, I tread life's way. Higher I'm climbing each passing day. Hilltops of glory now rise in view, where all shall be made new. Hilltops of glory I now can see oh brother won't you come go with me safe on the mountain i soon shall stand hilltops of glory land way down in egypt mid-burning sand moses has started for canaan's land never turn backward always a sin Onto to the journey's end Hilltops of glory I now can see Oh brother won't you come go with me Safe on the mountain I soon shall stand Hilltops of glory land Footsteps of Jesus before us lead we tread life's journey, his warnings heed. Evil allurements cannot prevail. I'm on the upward trail. Hilltops of glory I now can see. Oh, brother, won't you come go with me? Safe on the mountain I soon shall stand. Hilltops of Glory Our second song will be taken from page five seventy two. That is page five hundred and seventy-two. Send the
3: light. Five seventy two.
2: We'll be singing the first and the second verse. All found. Let us all sing. There's a call comes ringing, or the restless waves. Send the light, send the light. There are souls to rescue. There are souls to save. Send the light, send the light, send the light. The blessed gospel light. Let it shine from shore to shore, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. We have heard the Macedonian call today, send the light, send the light, and a golden offering at the cross we lay, send the light. Send the light, send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine from shore to shore. Send the light, the blessed gospel light, let it shine forevermore. We will now be laying scripturing in your prayer.
3: Good morning. Good morning. Scripture reading will be coming from First John chapter 3, verses four and five. First John chapter 3, verses four and five. And I'll be reading from the New King James Version as First John chapter 3, verses four and five. And it reads, Whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sins, and in him there is no sin. I read unto you 1 John chapter 3, verses 4 and 5. Let's all pray. Our Father, who in heaven, we humbly come to you just to say thank you. We thank you for this day. We thank you for food, clothing, and shelter. Most importantly, Father, we thank you for you sending your only Son on the cross for our sins, and we pray, Father, that we will continue to live a life that shows our love for you. Amen. At this time, we ask for prayers uh, for this world, Father. Uh, there have been various um, storms, Father, come, coming through various states, Father. Please, be, Father, please be with those um, families uh, affected by those storms, Father. Please continue to comfort them at this time. Also, Father, we ask for prayers for safety. Father, amid the coronavirus yeah. and the different variants at this time, Father, we pray that we will continue to listen to the government. Father, we pray that we will continue to take the right safety precautions at this time. Yeah. Uh, Father, as we prepare for the rest of this service, Father, we pray that we will, uh, Father, we pray that we will continue to be attentive. Father, we pray that we will uh, sing. Father, we pray that we will uh, listen to Brother Spavi as he uh, prepares his lesson for us, Father. Father, please be with him, Father, uh, that he will remember a way he has studied at this time as well. Father, please be with those who are still on the way. Father, please be with those who are not able to make it, uh, that you will just continue to be with them at this time. Thank you for everything you've given to us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. If
2: you'd like to mark it, our song of invitation will be taken from page 454. That's page 454. Right now, we will be singing page 842. That is page 842, A Common Love. And we will be singing it twice. All found? Let us all sing. A common love for each other, a common gift. To the Savior a common bond Holding us to the Lord A common strength when we're weary A common hope for tomorrow A common joy in the truth of God's word a common love for each other, a common gift to the Savior.
4: Try it again. Good morning.
5: Good morning.
4: Isn't it good to be in the house of the Lord? Yeah. The Bible says the hour cometh and now is. It is a time when the true worshipers are to gather themselves together as we have been commanded to worship the God of heaven that does all things well. Amen. Yeah. And the way that we have been commanded to worship him is in spirit and in truth. Because he is a spirit, and we have to worship him in spirit and in truth. God is a good God. We always say this, he always has been and he always will be. It just takes some of us a little bit longer to realize that than others, but he is truly a good God. It was read into your hearing this morning in our scriptural text from the book of 1 John, chapter 3, verses 4 and 5, and I will read them into your hearing again. It says, now, whoever commits sin also commits lawlessness, and sin is lawlessness. And you know that he was manifested to take away our sin, to take away our sins. Mm -hmm. And in him, there is no sin. Let me kind of start off by giving you an analogy of of what sin sort is like. I've got a, a whole in my yard on on the side of my house. And when Brother Moore was over, he was helping me put up a fence. I had to say, Brother Moore, there's a hole over here. Watch out for that hole. Now, I know that the hole is there. But every once in a while when I'm cutting my grass, I get a little ahead of myself, and I forget that hole is there. And I step in that hole. And when I step in that hole, I, I get upset with myself for two reasons. I knew the hole was there. And what makes it more evident than anything that the hole is there is that the pain that I feel. Because when I step in that hole, more times than not, I, I twist my ankle. Sin is the same way when we look at an analogy. We know sin is there. But every once in a while, we continue to step in the hole. Do you feel me this morning? And I know what some of you are saying. Some of you are saying, well, Brother Spivey, why don't you fill that hole in? Hmm. It's simple enough. All you got to do is go out there and put some dirt in that hole and smooth that thing over. It's a simple concept, Brother Spivey. It is a simple concept. But before you point your fingers at me, some of you, all of you have holes in your yard as well.
5: Amen. Amen.
4: Some of you have twisted your ankles. Come on now. In some holes that you have in your yard. Now what's the first thing you do when you step in that hole? You, 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 you want to shake. And then you want to look around and see who it was, if anybody saw you when you stepped in that hole. Come on. You can say amen this morning. Amen. Amen. Our topic this morning is going to be the perfect cure for sin. See, we, we, we get all caught up in, in COVID. COVID is doing this. COVID is doing that. COVID has taken this many lives. But the truth be told. Sin has taken and affected far many lives than COVID will ever do. But you see, the problem is man can't come up with a cure for COVID. God has already done that in his infinite wisdom. God has already given us a perfect cure for sin. He's done that through his son. Christ Jesus. Well, what's the point, Brother Spirey? The point is this. Isaiah 53 in verse 6 says now, we all have gone astray like sheep. We've all gone astray. I want you to note the word all doesn't leave anybody out. Romans chapter 3 in verse 23 says now all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of God. I want Brother Ernest to get this one for me. Brother Ernest, can you get Romans chapter 5 and and verse number 12? Romans chapter
5: 5 and and verse number 12 says what, bro? Wherefore, Uh as by one man sin entered into the world, Mm -hmm. and death by sin, and so death passed upon all men, for that all have sinned. You
4: know, that lets me know this morning, church, it lets me know that we all are sin-sick. We all are in need of a cure. Not just any cure, but we need a perfect cure. Mm -hmm. Once again, our topic for this morning is going to be a perfect cure. Mm. A perfect cure for what, Brother Spivey? man needs a perfect cure for sin. In order for us to, to, to understand the brevity and, 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 and the gist of, of what sin is and how sin can affect us, we need to get a better understanding of what sin is. Quite simply, we tell everybody sin is just it's a transgression of God's law. Okay? Well, if I don't know what transgression means, how am I going to ever know when I sin? So let's make it a little bit simpler this morning. Sin is whenever a child of God misses the mark. I have missed the mark. God has set some standards, and I miss those standards. It gives the the, the indication. It gives the picture of an archer. He has his bow and arrow, and he's aiming for the bullseye. But he misses the mark. And we can say, oh, man, look at this. he He's a poor excuse for an archer. But we don't know why he missed the mark. Did the target move? Was it something wrong with the bow? Was it something wrong with the arrow? Or was it all user fault? Amen. Come on, you're going to catch up with me in just a minute here. See, we so seldom say, we so frequently say, he sinned. Why is it that we sin? See, that's the reasoning behind why we sin sometimes. When we go to the Hebrew text, the Hebrew text gives three words when it comes to sin. The Hebrew text uses the term shatar for sin. Shatar for sin. And it it puts some terms together. It looks at trespasses as home. When I trespass, I go too far. See, sometimes I miss the mark because of trespassing. See, I've gone beyond a limit. I have violated a rule. And and, and I, I want you to write some of these things down for me this morning. If you, if, if, if you want to know more about trespassing, then you can go to Leviticus chapter 6, verse number 5. If you want to know some more about trespassing, you can go to Luke chapter 22 and verse 34. Dealing with trespassing. And then see, sometimes I miss the mark because of iniquity. The Hebrew term for this is A1, A-W-O-N. Dealing with iniquity. And see, When it comes to iniquity, we got to be careful. Because, see, iniquity is a deeply rooted, planned out, thought about sin, without any repentance. Why is iniquity any different from anything else, Brother Bobby? Because, see, this iniquity, because there is no repentance, can lead you into a reprobate mind. That's the danger in iniquity. What are you talking about, Brother Spivey? I'm going to give you some homework. (laughs) Romans chapter 1. Romans chapter 1, verses 28 through 32. Romans chapter 1, verse 24. All these verses are dealing with iniquity. Sometimes I miss the mark because of transgression. The Hebrew term for this is Pesha. I miss the mark because of my transgressions. Transgressions simply are presumptuous sins. Sins that I commit because I'm bold. Sins I commit because of my arrogance. Sins I commit because of my rebellion against God. You remember Samson? In Numbers chapter 6, verses 1 through 5, he knew what the law was, but because he wanted to do what he wanted to do, he committed transgressions. So we can see why I made the comment in the outset that man is sin-sick. And because of his sin-sickness, we reiterate again that he needs to have a cure. Not just any cure would do. It had to be a perfect cure. Let's examine this this perfect cure this morning that God has made available through the blood of Christ Jesus. If man were, were able to live a perfect life, then you know what? He would never be separated from the presence of God. But now that we have a a better understanding of what sin is, we can understand that that now because of sin, there is a gap, there is a gulf between man and his creator. There is a great span between the two both yearning to be connected together, but not being able to reach out and touch each other because of sin. So God in his infinite wisdom had to come up with a plan to reconnect man back to himself. The only way for him to do that was to come up with a cure for what it was that was plaguing man. And that was sin. So I, 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 I want you to, to just picture and just imagine for a little while this morning. You, you have God on one side yearning to be with man, man on the other side yearning to be with God, but they can't reach each other until Christ was on the cross with his hands outstretched. Bridging the gap between God and man but the only way that could be done was through a perfect sacrifice. That's that perfect cure that we're going to be talking about this morning. See, sometimes we fail to understand that it is sin that separates us from God. God never leaves us. God still loves us even when we sin, but it is our sins that separate us from God. And, if it were possible, then man would have figured out a way to do that on his own. But it's not possible. So because it is not possible, uh, see that there that, that needed to be an atonement for the sin. An atonement for the sin. See, in, in other words, church, something had to, something had to be done. To get us back into a, a good relationship, if you will, with Christ, with God. Something had to be put in place to make that relationship what it was. And see, that's what an atonement is. Atonement is me fixing the break in the relationship. Me mending the gap in the relationship, and it was Christ Jesus that mended that gap. But at the same time, the Bible says that Christ is the propitiation of our sin. In other words, something had to appease the anger of God. God was not pleased with man. Remember, the Bible says what? He even regretted that he had even made man. So something had to come down and appease the anger of God. When God looked at man, he was not pleased. There needed to be an atonement. There needed to be some type of propitiation. Christ Jesus fit both of those. That's why he is the perfect cure for sin. God, in his infinite wisdom and God, in his love for man, looked at him. He said, you know what? There is nothing here right now that can fill the gap that I want. There's nothing here that can appease me. There's nothing here that can atone for what man has done. But now I want you to catch this. God loved us so much that he gave us an atonement for our sins. He gave us his only begotten son, John 3 and 16. But it says now, for whosoever, for whosoever is open for all. Can you imagine what God has done? God has said, you know what, man? You're in a terrible state. There's nothing you can do to save yourself. That's a bad situation. To know that you need help and there's nothing you can do to get it. But then God looks and he says, you know what, don't worry about it. I love you so much here. I'm going to give it to you. And he gave us Christ Jesus. He gave us Christ Jesus. Why was this important when you go to Isaiah chapter 59 and verse 2? Because Isaiah says, now, it is your iniquities that have separated you from God. It is your sins that have hidden his face from you that he will not hear. So in spite of man's sin, God still loved us enough that he says, I'm going to give you what it is you need. God gave us that atonement that was needed. When God looked at us and and, and he extended salvation to us, it proceeded out from God through God's grace. In other words, (laughs) salvation... (laughs) doesn't come to man based upon man's works. You can't do enough good works for God to say, here, take this salvation. Don't let the world fool you, church. The word throws around the terms, he's a good man. He's a good woman. She's a good woman. He he, he does this and and he does that. But in all of that doing, you can't do enough to get salvation from God. The Bible says it was given through what? Through God's grace, by and through your faith, that you get salvation. And then it goes on to say, now, it's not by your own merits, because if you could work yourself into salvation, what would you do? You'd pat yourself on the back. And you begin to say, I, I, I did this, and, 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 and I did that. And then I could look at Brother Glenn and say, Brother Glenn, I've done more than you've done, so I need more salvation than you need. Bible says it was given through God's grace Uh we've got to understand what's going on here church when we look at this to kind of help us understand it a little bit better in what it is that Christ did for us I could owe some people some money and I do (laughs) (laughs) And they could call me in the court and say, Brother Spivey, if you don't pay these people this money, uh, we're going to put you away. And I'm standing there. I I, I don't know what it is I'm going to do because I don't have that money. And this is what Christ did. Brother Bale comes in when they're about to take me away. And Brother Bale says, hold on, judge. How much does he need? And Brother Bale reaches way down in here. He pulls out all the Belmont's hundreds.
5: Yeah.
4: <laughs> He'll probably get me later. And he says, what is it that he needs, judge? Here it is right here. And the judge says, release him. Set him free. Everything that he owes, every debt that he owes, has been paid not by me, but by Brother Bell. And now Brother Bell looks at me and he says, go on about your way, boy. You don't owe anybody anything else. Ain't God good? Even when we don't know what to do for ourselves, God is on time. All the time. He is the perfect cure for sin. Sometimes, church, we don't understand what it is God has done for us. We take him for granted. He is the perfect cure for sin. And when we look at this thing God has always required some type of sacrifice you go back to the Old Testament he required a sacrifice but when you look at that sacrifice there always had to be a shedding of blood Brother Ernest can you get Hebrews chapter 9 Verse 22, there needs to be some type of shedding of blood.
5: And almost all things are by the law purged with blood. Mm -hmm. And without shedding of blood is no remission.
4: But in the Old Testament, we need to understand now, there was a a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Uh, Blood had to be shed. But now, even though That blood was shed. Now, when those sacrifices came in, those sacrifices had to be without spot and without blemish. So those sacrifices had to be perfect. If it wasn't perfect, it was not acceptable. But now, even though blood was shed for those sins, to make atonement for those sins, those sins were not forgiven. Every year we had to go back and do the same thing over and over and over again. That's why the Bible comes in and says, now you know what? The, the blood of bulls and goats just do. There was something coming. There was a type, antitype coming that would take care of all of that. And when Christ came on the scene, it says he went into the Holy of Holies one time, never to have to go again. So we need to understand that now, because of Christ Jesus, we have a different type of high priest. And what I love about this high priest is that, see, this high priest is not above knowing the infirmities that we go through. That's what we need to realize, church. Christ walked upon the face of this earth being tempted as we are tempted, but yet he didn't see it. He goes on to say, but yet there was no gall found in his mouth. That's what's going to make him the perfect cure for sin. We got to understand this thing, church. I can't preach it unless I teach it. We walk out of here a lot of times being able to quote scripture, but we don't understand what it means. This is why it's so important that we understand why we miss the mark. Those sacrifices back in the Old Testament never really took away our sin. It didn't really make us justify. It didn't really bring about redemption. But see, there was something coming. There was a better sacrifice that was coming. There was a perfect cure that was coming. And we've already said that was Christ Jesus. So to put it quite simply, everything that was done in the Old Testament uh, with the blood of, 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 of bulls and goats, I want you to catch this now. All that did was pay the interest on what was already due. But when Christ came on the scene, it says what? It was paid in full. We don't understand that, church those of you who who owe some people some money. If you wake up tomorrow and you get one phone call that says, you know what, you don't owe anybody anything, how would you feel? (laughs) You spring up out of bed. You feel the relief of not being burdened down by you owing somebody some money. Now we would appreciate that much more Than what Christ has done for us. Examine yourselves. Remember I said before. If somebody called you and said. You've got a thousand dollars waiting down at Regis Bank. But you got to be there at ten o'clock on Lord's Day morning. And you had an opportunity over here. To have all of your sins forgiven. Which one would you choose? Self-examination time. What we want to do most of the time, church, we, 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 we want to reach out and get those things that I can hold right now. That's our mentality. That's the way Satan has us thinking. You better get what you can now. But the Bible says I need to be storing up my treasures in heaven. Because see, all of these things in the twinkling of an eye are going to be gone. And I need to realize that I got to spend an eternity somewhere with someone, (laughs) and the decision is ours. He was the perfect cure for sin. We need church. Brother Ernest, let's go to Hebrews. Let everybody get an understanding. Let's go to Hebrews chapter 10. And let's read verses 1 through 4. Hebrews chapter 10.
5: For the law, having a shadow of good things to come and not the very image of the things, can never with those sacrifices which they offer year by year continually make the comers there unto perfect. For then would they not have ceased to be offered? Because that the worshiper, once, once purged, should have no more conscience of sin. But in those sacrifices, there is a remembrance again made of sin every year. Uh-huh. But it, for it is not possible that the blood of bulls and of goats should take away sin.
4: There we go. So now you can see the importance of John 3.16. See, now our focus has shifted from the sacrifice of bulls and goats. Now our focus needs to be on Christ Jesus. That's where our focus needs to be now. And, 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 and we still need to understand that that, that he's read that now, that, that in Hebrews that they had to be a shedding of blood. Christ did that when he went to the cross on Calvary. The Bible says now that they pierced his side, and two things came out. Blood and water came out. And it's the same blood that we come in contact with and this watery grave of baptism. That's the blood now that has taken the place of the bulls and the goats. Now, this is a special type of blood. You see, now there's power. (laughs) Somebody. There's power in the blood of Christ. It has the power to wash away all of our sins. I like that term all because, see, once all of it is gone, all of it is forgotten. God has forgiven it. I don't care what you remember because you don't have a hell or a heaven to put me in. But if I can wake up in the morning and say, Thanks be to God, my relationship with Him is where it needs to be, then I'm all right. You got a problem. John 3,
3: 16.
4: This perfect sacrifice, church, this perfect cure is in Christ Jesus because we've just read. He walked upon this earth some 30 years, being tempted just like we are. But he sinned not. There was no guile found in his mouth. I love this church. Because when you understand what it is that he's done for us, turn with me, if you will, to Romans (laughs) chapter 5. Verses 7 through 9. When you understand this, church, you understand how important it is what Christ has done for us. You got it, bro?
5: For scarcely Uh for a righteous man would one die. Come on. Yet peradictive for a good man, some would even dare to die. But God commended his love towards us in that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us much more than being now justified by his blood, we shall be saved from wrath through him.
4: See, we can read this over and over and over again, but if we don't stop and understand something here, it says now we are justified by his blood. Justified by His blood. It is the blood of Christ that removes us from a state of sin into a state of righteousness. And it is that blood that has justified us. Every child of God has been justified by the blood of Christ Jesus. You have been brought from a sinful state into a state of righteousness. And you ought to appreciate it. You ought to appreciate what it is God has done for us. We ought to appreciate what God has made available to us in and through Christ Jesus. We ought to be living the life. We get twisted in the term when it says we ought to have a more abundant life. The abundance comes when we are living according to the word of God. Abundance doesn't mean that you're going to have everything that you want. But it does mean God will supply everything that you need. It doesn't mean that I never get sick. But what it does mean is that if I do get sick, I have an advocate (laughs) that I can pray to. And if it's God's will that I don't get better, I have a home prepared. That's what we don't understand, church. We get so caught up in today and on this side of the cross. This side is just practice for the life that is to come. We need to understand, church, in whom we have redemption through his blood and the forgiveness of sins. And if we go too fast, church, we, we pass over the word redemption. Redemption means, church, I have been bought back. Mm-hmm. I have been bought back. <laughs> Long time ago, some of you remember, there used to be a thing called greenback stamps. Take those green stamps in. You redeem those stamps. that give you something else in return. We have been redeemed. We have been brought back. Christ has paid the price. We were held captive. We were bonded. We were held captive by sin. Christ comes on the scene. God says, you know what? Here it is. Here is my sacrifice. I'm going to give you this. Now you give me them back. We have been redeemed. We have been justified. And through that, we are now righteous in the eyesight of God. There's power, church, in the blood. Power in the blood. Christ died, church, to, to make it possible for us to get back to God. Mm-hmm. But the key is this. He's not going to force us.
5: All right.
4: He's not going to force us to reconnect with God. And that same scenario where Brother Bell came and reached deep down (coughs) in his pockets. Now, I could stand there and say, you know what, Brother Bell, get out of here. I'm going to handle this on my own. I don't need your money. And the last thing you will see is the back of my head. It's the same thing, church, when it comes to a sinful condition. Man can try to deal with sin on his own, but he can't do it. As long as you try to deal with sin on your own, you will always be held captive. You will always be in the bondage of sin. But there is someone on the scene that can unlock the chain of sin and set you free but you got to get up, and you got to make an effort to get to it. I don't understand it sometimes, church, the mentality that we have. Things that are free, we don't want. That we spend a lifetime paying for stuff that we don't need. run out to the hospital we pay for insurance my doctor is great my doctor did this when you ought to say thanks be to God thanks be to God As we said before Christ died for our sins he is the author and the finisher of our faith but when we look at these offerings, church, we, we, we have to understand that in order for me to have access to this cure, this cure is conditional. That's right. The conditions are that you have to be in Christ Jesus. What is the significance, Brother Spivey, of being in Christ Jesus. I'm going to show you in one verse. Brother Ernest, let's go to Romans chapter 8 and verse number 1. Romans chapter 8 and verse number 1. There is. Come on now. Therefore,
5: now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit.
4: Do we have that now? See, see. Redemption is in Christ Jesus, in Christ Jesus. As long as you're outside, there is no redemption. So now the key now becomes, Brother Spiderman, well, 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 how is it that I get into Christ Jesus? Romans chapter 6, verse number 3. Romans chapter 6, verse number
5: 3
4: is the key. Know ye not that so
5: many of us as were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into his death. Therefore, now, go ahead. Keep, we I'm are sorry. buried with him by baptism into death, that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so we also should walk in newness of life.
4: See, Brother Ernest, somebody's not listening. Somebody in here has their eyes and their ears closed. So let's go over to Galatians chapter 3, verse number 27. Let's wake some people up here before we close. Galatians 3, chapter 3, verse number 27. Let's make it plain for. For as many uh-huh.
5: of you as has been baptized into Christ have put on Christ.
4: So now we, we see that I need to be in Christ Jesus. Man.
6: Yeah.
4: I need to put on Christ Jesus. And see, the, 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 the validity of this is, church, you see, the, there is no condemnation in yeah. Christ Jesus. Yeah. You can't look at me and say, you know what, you're going to because I'm in Christ Jesus. See, you can't condemn me now because I am in Christ Jesus. He is the perfect cure, church. But we have got to get a better understanding of what sin is. And see, and, and he is not, as we said before, church, he is not going to force us to do anything. And even when you, when you do decide that you want to be baptized, your baptism is not going to be acceptable to God unless it is preceded and accompanied by faith and repentance. Through faith and repentance. So in other words, I can't sit home next Lord's Day morning and put my hand on the TV. I can't sit home next Lord's Day and cite the sinner's prayer. I can't just say, God, come into my life and everything is all right. Now we laugh, but those are some teaching. And truth be told, that are now beginning to creep into the church. But that's another topic for another Lord's Day. (laughs) The only way, church, for us to get into Christ Jesus is to be baptized Mm -hmm. into him. And when we do that, you've got to have faith. And it has to be repentance. Repentance. And we need to understand, church, that now, when I do this, a lot of things happen. I become a new creature in Christ Jesus. If you ever had the right to brag, you now have the right to brag because you can say, I belong to the family of God. You know how we sometimes want to say, well, my daddy did this and my daddy did that. Now you can say, my daddy owns the cattle of a thousand hills. My daddy, my father owns everything as far as you can see. Nothing can happen to me unless it shifts through the father's hands. So you can't do any more to me than my father will allow you to do. Go ahead, try to persecute me. If God doesn't want it to be done, it's not going to go anywhere. Stop giving man too much credit. As a child of God, as we close, I have the right now to talk to God, to pray to God. But it needs to be done according to the word of God. Everything that I do, everything that I say has to go through Christ Jesus. Because the Bible says I have an advocate. That's what we forget sometimes, church. Prayers don't have to be perfect. All I got to do is say it. Say what's on my heart. Meet it. And when I pray, believe that God is able. And Christ will take that thing and he'll fix it up. And he'll take it to God and he'll deliver that thing on a silver platter. God, I know He deserves this, but through Your grace and mercy, but God, you gotta realize, Church, He is the perfect cure. As we come to a close, I, I just want to make this a little bit clearer, Church. <clears throat> you know when a before a new drug can can come to market before it is made available to the public, it has to be found to be safe and effective. And the way that they that they do that is through clinical trials. They test it on a little bit of people first. Uh, then they test it on some more people. And at the end, they, they test it on thousands of people. Now, when they first begin this testing, it cost the drug company a lot of money because, see, the drug company is responsible for paying for the testing. So in the beginning, it cost a lot of money. There needs to be some sacrifices made by the drug company in the beginning. But now, once this drug is proved to be safe and effective, and it hits the market, and it's available to everybody, in the end, they're going to recoup a whole bunch of money. What's your point, Brother Spivey? Jesus Christ has been proven to be safe and effective for the cure of sin. Amen. There's been a lot of people. Each one of you sitting here this morning that is a child of God has proven it to be safe and effective. It was tested on a little bit of people in the beginning on the day of Pentecost. And it said that when they heard the word, some 3,000 souls were added to what? To the body of Christ. And ever since then, it's been proven to be safe and effective. That same blood that washed away sins back then, the Bible tells me that it runs backwards and it runs forward. Get you some this morning. Everybody finds out that it's safe, that it's effective, and it alleviates what else. It takes away pain. It takes away suffering, and in some cases, it alleviates death. They say, give me some of that. Give me a prescription for that. This morning, if you are not a child of God, God is ready to write you a prescription. All you got to do is follow God's plan of salvation. All you got to do is hear the word. Believe what you have heard. Repent of your sins, church, and confess the name of Christ. Confess him as being the son of the true and living God. And then be baptized for the remission of those sins. And now, the good part is this. And in God's infinite wisdom. Every once in a while, God knows that you're going to step in that hole. All right. All right. Even though your responsibility is to look out for it. Every once in a while, you're going to step in it. He says, you know what, that's okay. Through repentance, you can get right back in the right. God is a good God. If you are sin sick this morning, church, come get you some of this prescription and to God's plan of salvation. Get up off your sick bed and go to work for God. If you are here this morning and you are not a child of God, you can become one by simply obeying God's plan of salvation. If you are here this morning and you find yourself in a condition where you have missed the mark, regardless of what caused you to miss the mark, you can come and get that thing right this morning. If you need prayer this morning, don't let Satan hold you back, church. You don't know what tomorrow holds. The Bible says today is your day of salvation. If you need to respond to either one of those previous things mentioned, I'm going to ask you to stand. And make your wishes known. Will you come, please? What can wash away my Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Blood of come get Jesus you some this morning, church.
2: What you. can make me whole again? Don't you want to be whole Nothing this morning? but the blood of Jesus. Come on down, oh, church. Oh, precious is the flow we have another this morning that makes me. Will you come, white please? as snow, no other fountain. Come on down, church. It's just us and God. of Jesus, for my part. Will you come, please? I see. Please respond, nothing church, if you the need blood to. Of Jesus There's
5: nothing to be ashamed
2: of. The Bible says we all. This
4: my I, I sing. Will you nothing
2: come, please? if you be another this morning. Oh, precious is the flow. Don't
4: be ashamed to come down. You need to be more ashamed of as the sins no, that you're holding on to. There's no, no shame in walking I out of here know
2: and leaving your sins behind.
4: Will you Jesus. come, please?
2: Nothing can make sin atone. Nothing but the blood of Jesus.
4: As we always say examine Not yourself according to the word of God. I have done. Not to the person Nothing seated next to you. Come on down, church.
2: Of Jesus.
4: Put Satan to oh, shame. Come on down.
2: Is the Do we have another this morning? That makes me white as snow. If not, you may be seated. No seen other fountain I know of. Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can wash still not away too late? my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is the flow that makes me white as snow. No other fountain I know of Nothing but the blood of Jesus For my pardon this I see Nothing but the blood of Jesus For my cleansing this my plea Nothing but the blood of Jesus. Oh, precious is thy flow that makes me white as snow. No other fountain, I know of nothing but the blood of
4: Jesus. But y'all got me, got me sweating up in here this I morning. <coughs> I want to thank y'all for, <coughs> for listening <coughs> this morning. It's, it's important that we understand sin, church, because everywhere we go, sin's going to be there. We can be exposed to it. So it's important that we, that we understand how this thing works here. But at the same time, You know how everybody wanted to rush out and get the COVID vaccine? Wouldn't it be wonderful if everybody came and just got exposed to the blood of
5: Christ?
4: Wouldn't it be wonderful to turn on the news the morning and see, you know, 13, 15,000 people were added to the body of Christ? It can happen, church, if we don't keep it to ourselves. What we need to be doing is just let the world know that there is a perfect cure for sin, and that's Christ Jesus. Thank you for listening, church.
6: What a wonderful sermon. The perfect cure for sin. Do we have to sin, yeah? all No. No, we don't have to. And how do we know that? Is it possible for us to not sin? Yes, it is. How do we know that? Because Jesus Christ came and lived down here for 33 and a half years without sin. We have problems trying to not sin in one day. But Jesus did it for 33 and a half years without sin. So why do we sin? Because for that moment, the love for our desire becomes greater than our love for God. We need to do as the congregation had to do in Revelations, we need to return back to our first love. And let our love for God be greater than the love for our desires. That's why we sin. (laughs) But we don't have to do that. We should think of it in the way, just like the brother said, the greatest cure for sin. As long as we are following Jesus, then we are following the greatest cure for sin. (laughs) And we won't sin if we follow that which God has given us. Thank you, Brother Spivey, a wonderful message. Let us continue to follow Jesus so that we will not sin. Let our love for God be so great that we will try our best to do everything in our power not to sin. And if we fall It's still we have a chance to get it right. That's just how good God is, y'all. Thank you, Brother Spivey, wonderful message. We have those that have come to make their desires known. Sister Arlene White is coming and she is stating that she is sinned and she is asking for the prayers of the church and wants us to continue to pray for her family as well. Brother Jones is coming stating that he is sin and he is asking for strength and for prayers also and forgiveness of, of his sins and praying for him and his family. Amen. Sister Stacy is coming this morning and she is stating uh, that she just misses her mother so much and she is asking for the prayers of the church for strength and to keep her family in prayers as well. Brother James White is stating that he is sinning and he is asking for the prayers of the church and also for uh, Vernon Bond. He's asking to keep him, Brother Vernon Bond, in prayers as well. Brother John Phillips wants to Thank the congregation, he said Gina is, is doing better. She's okay. Uh, but he's also uh, wanting us to pray for his sister, Eleanor. She's dealing with some things right now and he wants us to pray for her as well. Brother Ernest Davis uh, is coming and he is asking for the prayers of the church for his cousin, Robert Leake, uh, who is in the hospital dealing with his heart at this time. Sister Deborah Bell is coming, stating that she has sinned and she has repented, and she is asking for the prayers of the church on her behalf and also for her health. Amen. Sister Jerice Barnes is coming, stating that she has sinned, and she has asked for the prayers of the church for her and also for her family, for, also for strength. And then we have one today, thank God, that wants to come and put on Christ. Brother Bryson. You say, you call him Brother Bryson. That's right, because he's going to be a part of the family
5: <laughs>
6: in just a few minutes. That's right. <laughs> and so we're glad to have all of these and glad to have him making the most important decision that he will ever make in his life. <laughs> It is. We also have one announcement, too, that we uh, forgot to give out earlier. The Church of Christ Disaster Relief, uh, they also called last week, and they said on tomorrow at 10 o'clock, they will be doing their food line again. And anybody that would like to come out and volunteer to help them uh, do the baskets, do the food boxes, rather, they will be glad to have you at that time. Let us pray right at this moment. Heavenly Father, once again, we come thanking thee for allowing us to be able to come and hear another wonderful portion of thy word. We ask, Heavenly Father, that you would continue to bless our servant, continue to bless him and his family. Help him, Heavenly Father, that he can continue to get out messages that would help us as we go along this path of life. Father, we are so thankful for all that you've done for us. You, you let us get up this morning and let us come out. Father, we're just thankful for all that you've done for us, for all the many things that you do for us and that you allow us to do that you didn't have to. Father, we come mindful of all of these that have come to make the request known. We ask that you would please Forgive them all that have asked for forgiveness. Those that are dealing with health issues, bless them. Heavenly Father, just grant them all the things you see in which they stand in need of. Forgive us all, Heavenly Father, for all of us have sinned and come short of thy glory. Help us, Heavenly Father, to continue to remember what you have done for us, that our love for you may continue to be greater than anything else. Thank You, Heavenly Father, for Thy Son and letting Him die for us, being that perfect sacrifice and the perfect cure for sin. Help us to remember that, Heavenly Father, and help us to ever strive to keep away from those things that would separate between us and Thee. Continue to bless our children, Heavenly Father. Continue to bless those that are behind prison walls, those that are in mental institutions, Father, just grant us all the things in which you see we stand in need of, if it be thy will. Yes. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for the one that will put thee on, uh, put thy son on in the watery grave of baptism. Yes. We thank you for allowing him to make that decision. Yes. We ask as a family, Heavenly Father, that you would help us to rally around him and continue to support him yes. and give him the things in which he needs. Continue to be with us all, Heavenly Father, and guide us and be with us. In the name of Christ, amen. Amen. Would you stand? Do you believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of the living God? This confession not only brought death to him, but it will bring you life if you continue to do that which he says to do. Come right this way.
2: As we are with our brother in Christ, we will start by singing from page 860. That is page 860. And we will sing it twice. page 860. All found, let us all sing. He is my everything, he is my all. He is my everything, both great and small. He gave his life for me, made everything new. He is my everything Now how about you Some folks may ask me Some folks may say Who is this Jesus You talk about every day He is my Savior He set me free Now listen tell you What he means to me, everything, he is my all, he is my everything, both great and small. He gave his life for me, made everything new, he is my everything, now how about you?
1: Power invested in me from Ohio. I baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. this all on this page,
2: 990. That's page 990. You are the song that I sing. All found, let us all sing. You are the words in the music. You are the song that I sing. You are the melody, you are the harmony. Praise to your name I will bring. You are the Lord of lords. You are the mighty God. You are the King of all kings. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me. You are the song that I sing. You are the words and the music. You are the song that I sing. You are the melody. You are the harmony. Praise your name, I will bring. You are the Lord of lords, you are the mighty God, you are the king of all kings. And now I give back to you the song that you gave to me, you are the song that I sing. So now I give back to you the song that you gave to me, you are the song that I sing.
3: Let's all turn to page 383. Page 383. 383. All film, let's
7: all sing. I've a home prepared where the saints abide, just over in the glory land. And I long to be by my Savior's side, just over in the glory land, and just over in the glory land, I'll join the happy angel's band, just over in the glory land, and just over in the glory land, there with the mighty host. I'll stand just over in the glory land. I am on my way to those mansions fair, just over in the glory land. And there to sing God's praise and his glory share. Just over in the glory he land and just over in the glory he land. I'll join the happy angel's band. Just over in the glory he land, and just over in the glory he land there with the mighty host i'll stand just over in the glory land and what a joyful thought that my lord i'll see just over in the glory land and with kindred safe, will forever be Just over in the glory land And just over in the glory land I'll join the happy angels band Just over in the glory land And just over in the glory land There with The mighty host I'll stand, just over in the glory land. And with the blood-washed throne, I will shout and sing, just over in the glory land. Glad hosannas to Christ the Lord and King, just over in the glory land, and just over in the glory land, I'll join the happy angels band, just over in the glory land, and just over in the glory land, there with the mighty host, i stand just over in the glory land.
1: We want to welcome our new brother, Amen. Brother Bryson Thompson. He is the grandson of Sister Arlene Wyatt, Amen. and a part of the Thompson Wyatt family. Where'd he go? There he is. All right, Bryson, welcome truly. Now, welcome to the family of God here at Lawrence Avenue. You came in just Bryson. You're leaving Brother Bryson. You're now a child of God. Bryson is 12 years old. There are a lot of challenges in a 12-year-old's life. There's a lot of challenges in Bryson's life. Uh, And as we told him, now you've got the spirit of God to help you through your challenges. And remember, Brother Bryson, who you are. Welcome. Let's welcome him to the family, church. Yeah. <clears throat> devil lost one, and we're rejoicing. <clears throat> so let's continue to uh, embrace him, and again, welcome to the family of God, Lawrence Avenue. We also welcome uh, the visitor, Antoinette Ortez, uh, that's here, hope I pronounced that correctly. We welcome you, Antoinette, here at Lawrence Avenue. She resides in the uh, South Nashville area, and we hope to see you again. We will now prepare
2: our minds for the death, the burial, and the resurrection of our Lord Jesus Christ. We'll all notice page 859. That is page 859. We'll be noticing the first and the third verse. Page 859. All found? Let us all sing. He paid a debt he did not owe. I owed a debt I could not pay. I needed someone to wash my sins away. And now I sing a brand new song, amazing grace. Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay. One day he's coming back for me to live with him eternally. Won't it be glory to see him on that day? I then will sing a brand new song Amazing grace. Christ Jesus paid a debt that I could never pay.
8: We've now reached a of our service where we focus on the collection and the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. Let's please uh, pray for the collection. Dearly Father at this time we thank you for the collection to be taken up. We pray that it be used in a way that's pleasing unto you. Uh, we thank you for the ability and the blessing to be able to work, provide, and get back to you, which is already yours. And most of all, we thank you for your sacrifice and your offering, which is your Son Jesus Christ. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. We now have a moment to prepare yourselves for the uh, communion. We have now reached a of our service where we focus on the death, the burial, and resurrection of our Lord Savior Jesus Christ. In Matthew chapter 26, verse 26 through 29, we read of Jesus Christ, the last supper of his disciples. Starting at verse 26, it reads, And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, and blessed it, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples, and said, Take, eat, this is my body. And he took the cup, and gave thanks, and gave it to them, saying, Drink ye all of it, for this is my blood of the New Testament, which is for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink henceforth of this fruit of the vine until that day when I drink new with you in my Father's kingdom. Let us pray. Dear Heavenly Father, at this time, we thank you once again for your Son, Jesus Christ. We thank you for his sacrifice, his life, his example. Specifically at this moment, we thank you for his body and his blood, which was set on the cross. Uh, we just thank you again. We pray that we would not take that and uh, his body or his blood for granted. And we also thank you for this day, uh, allowing one to be able to uh, be redeemed and to um, just be saved through through, uh, through Jesus Christ's blood. Amen. And we ask you that you uh, please be with us as we go throughout this service. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Amen.
5: amen.
8: You may not take the bread. You may not take the cup. verse 30 reads, and when that sung of him, it went out into the Mount of Olives. This clue supports my
1: service. There's a list on the uh, back table as you exit out. It has the uh, all of our birthdays and anniversaries, what we mentioned last week. If you will look at that list uh, to make sure that your birth date is correct and on there, if it is, then we want you to circle it. Uh, if your anniversary is correct that we have, we want you to circle that also. That tells us that you've looked at it and that it is correct. Uh, if you do not see your name on that list, anniversary or your birthday, that means we do not have you on our file. So we're trying to make sure that everybody's birthdays, your anniversaries, these things are correct. So that Lord's willing next year in January when we start the birthday list back up, uh, then we will have all the information Again, you must be a member to be on the list of Lawrence Avenue Okay, not your family, but you need to be a member of Lawrence Avenue to be on that membership list uh, So make sure before you leave that you take the time to check that we'll have that out for the next uh, couple of weeks so that uh, when we're calling out the birthdays and anniversaries, we don't uh, uh, omit you because we want to make sure that we have everybody covered. Okay, thank you.
2: <laughs> For our closing, closing song, we'll all notice page three hundred and fifty-one. That's page three five one. Jesus is coming soon. We'll be singing both verses. All found, let us all stand sing. Trouble sometimes are here, filling men's hearts with fear. Freedom we all hold dear, now is at stake. Humbling your heart to God saves from the chastening rod. Seek the way pilgrim's trot, Christians away. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. Many will meet their doom, trumpets will sound. All of the dead shall rise, righteous meet in the skies. Going where no one dies, heavenward bound. Troubles will soon be or happy forever. More when we meet on that shore free from all care. Rising up in the sky, telling this world goodbye. Home where we then shall fly, glory to share. Jesus is coming soon, morning or night or noon. Many will meet their doom, trumpets will sound, and all of the dead shall rise. Righteous meet in the skies, going where no one dies, heavenward bound.
5: Let us pray, church. Heavenly Father, we come to thee, Father. Thank you, Father, for allowing us to see another day. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for the blessings that you have stored upon us. We pray, Heavenly Father, for those who are less fortunate than we are, that they receive the things that they stand in need of. Heavenly Father, we pray that we let our light shine not only on the first day of the week, but let our light shine seven days a week, Heavenly Father. We pray, Heavenly Father, for the sick and shut-in, especially those in the household of faith. And, Father, as we depart this building and go our separate ways, we pray, Father, that you allow us to reach our destination without any harm to ourselves or anyone else. This we pray in your Son, Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Amen.